dice out now. Game. Game. Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Chechen, I'll be your DM for tonight, and the players with me tonight are... Dia. Hi! We have somebody saying that, that we are their favourite actual play podcasts, and we're all really happy about it. Thank you, Elizabeth... Is it Laval? Laval? I'm not quite sure. I hope I didn't massacre your name. We love you. Jan. Hello, I'm recording this on my new PC. Yay! Yay! Cora. <laughs> Cute and sweet. Perfect. And Richard. Hey. I don't do peeps. Too bad. So yeah, peeps, it's been a while since we last played, and since then I've started taking some new medication, and one of the side effects is that it made me forget what happened last time we played, so could somebody remind me? Right, okay. So... Dawn opened a locked door and disarmed a trap. He found a chest and he picked the lock. It was full of money, quite a lot of money, and a key. We took a short rest and divided the money before continuing to explore. Dawn opened a door and found a skeleton of a human female. Decla cast a spell on it to make sure it didn't rise. The room uh, was a bedchamber. Dawn checked the next room. There was a human figure in the bed. It appeared to be a man who was afflicted by the same curse as the boy. We checked out another room and uh, found nothing. The next room we checked out was locked, but the key we found earlier unlocked it. Uh, We head up the stairs inside, but Dawn triggered a trap that hit Darren and Kasney. Darren foolishly decided to test the trap and got hit again. Nothing was foolish about that. Of course not. At the top of the stairs, we found a statue covered in blood with scratches on its eyes, which was not ominous in any way. (laughs) Nope. We attempted to clean it. We could hear shuffling noises from the next doors, and so we prepared ourselves. Dawn and Kasney were at one door, and Decla and Darren were at the other. Dun-dun-dun. So, you're uh, waiting at the door, each posed on your own side. Kasney's going to whisper across the room, Wait, wait just a sec. I want to... I am just, uh, just want to cast one spell. Dawn looks at him almost exasperated. I cast Healing Word on Darren, because he seems to be nearly dead. Oh, well, that is the best possible outcome. Jan? What? You get eight hit points. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you. That's the best possible outcome to that, which is pretty good. Also, uh, before the story rush in, I would like to convert three sorcerer points into one level two spell slot. Okay. Right. Three, two, one. And uh, Kasni goes to open the door. Okay, and as you give the signal, you open both doors at the same time, and you see a large, dimly lit room. The room is full of eerie violet light. It's illuminating murals on the wall that depict various scenes of farms and fields, and above everyone is a symbol of the sun. And the murals have been defaced with runes and daubed on with dried blood. And you see lying on the ground in various poses of disarray are six wide-robed people as if sleeping. And there's another figure. It's dressed in a golden robe and it kneels before a large planter out of which an old petrified tree is growing. And placed around the base of the tree there are several skulls with candles set into them. 
And this is where the only light in the room comes from. And as you open the door, the figure turns. And you see a face with desiccated skin drawn tight over the skull. Eyeless sockets stare at you and it grabs a gleaming dark wooden staff from beneath the shrine. And it's got a wide, dead smile. And it says, yes, finally, finally. And everybody roll me initiative. I do not like the sound of that. 23. I got a 19. 14, because I so rarely roll well in initiative, ever, on any character, no matter what my initiative modifier is. Also 14. Cool. So yeah, the figure uh, waves his arms and you see the various bodies lying there on the floor. Oh no! Suddenly move, move at once and stand up and their eyes glow. Dawn, it's your turn. Dawn immediately shouts, hold the doors, they can only get through to us a few at a time. And then he is going to... Can you make ready in this system? Yeah, you can hold your action. Yeah, then I'm going to wait until one gets to the door. And you're going to do what? Kill it when it comes through the door, but I only want them attacking me one at a time. I'm not going to go into a room with a load of hostiles, I'm going to thin the hostiles out by letting them come through to us one to one. So I would like to hold my action until one gets to the door, and then I can attack it. Okay, you hold your action. And you see through the door, the glowy-eyed people start to make their way towards you. Three on each side. And you hear the figure in the golden robe say, Hold it! Let them come to you. I've been waiting too long for this to waste it. (laughs) I don't like how creepy voice is creepy! (laughs) Dawn mutters to himself, It seems my reputation precedes me again. But yeah, as, as you keep the doors open, the eerie violet mist starts pouring through the open doors ever so slowly. And Darren, it's your turn. I would like to cast Mirror Image so that these bastards can't get at me. Uh, and I will also stay in the doorway. I do not want to be the one, especially not as the <laughs> mage, well, as the sorcerer, to um, run into that room. So that's all I do. Okay, are you staying out of sight, or are you just outside? Uh, well, I'm just just like Dawn. I'm <clears throat> basically standing uh, outside of the door. Not in the doorway, though, I hope. Right. <laughs> okay, just to clarify. Okay. You see, like, three Darrens basically trying to be all in the same space, just, like, squishing against each other. Mm-hmm. And all that movement draws the figure's attention, and you see... His wide, desiccated smile just fades into a look of fear. And he says, You, agent of lights, get him! And all of them, all six of them, just pile towards the left side door and uh, pile onto Darren. As I also have a held action... At the other door. Yes, but I have mage hand and can close the other door. That's not how it works. Typically have to specify what the hell that is. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you specify that if they come through the door, you kill them. Oh, okay. Closing the door is not killing them. No, fair enough. Then I'm going to use my reaction to give that disadvantage. Okay. Uh, Does a three hit your AC? It does not. (laughs) I need a better die. Uh, Does a two hit your AC? It does not. Um, does, does a natural 20 hit your AC? It does. Let me see what you hit. Oh, shit. Net one. You hit me. <laughs> <laughs> and this tall human woman with glowing eyes and a ripped out throat 
grabs you and she just reaches through the mirror images, grabs the right one immediately and just yanks you into the room. She dislocates your shoulder for five damage. You are now in the room and there's three more that are wailing on you. Come at me. Does a 10 hit your AC? Nope. Does a 15 hit your AC? Yes. Okay. Uh, That one hits my mirror image. So I got two left. Okay. Yeah, the one one of them just uh, slashes at you and uh, runs into a mirror image instead. That mirror image is gone. And one more. Does a 16 hit your AC? Yes. Also hits a mirror image. Get one left. Okay, and another one slashes from the other side, also at the mirror image, and uh, there's now only two Darrens left. And you are now in the room, just within the door, but you are in the room. So, now, it's Kasni's turn. Right, okay. Kasni runs around the back of the stairs, towards the door that uh, Decla and Darren were near. I've got 30 feet. Do I have enough movement to, to go around there? Yeah, I'd say you can just about get there. Okay. I only need to get around the stairs, as long as I've got eyeline through the door. You can just get to the door. Right, uh, I stand in the doorway, and I spin my uh, holy symbol of a dagger around on my finger, and I say, death is the end, those who defy the natural order and abomination to the world, and I channel divinity! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it is a... G- I like channel divinity, it's good. What does it do? So... You need to... Uh, each one of the creatures needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Undead, notorious for their good wisdom, of course. Okay. Uh, so what's the DC? 14. 14? Yeah. Okay, so the first one rolled an at 20. Well, that's bullshit, but... <laughs> yeah, the tall human woman that's grabbed Darren. She's still holding him. Next one rolls a 7. Excellent. Next one rolls a 10. Excellent. Oh, uh, next one rolls a crit fail. Yeah, that one. That one's just just gone. Sprints away on hides in the corner of the room. Uh, then we have eleven and a three. Excellent. And the figure in the golden robes rolls an eighteen. Yeah, it's all right. I I didn't even consider that it would work on him. All right. Okay. So we now only have to worry about two of them. So Casney uh, else, same as before, uh, attack the ones that haven't run away first. Okay. So five of them that are surrounding there and just turn around and bolt. They run towards the edge of the room where there's a large pile of stuff. But the one, the tall woman that's holding Darren, she's still holding him. She's holding him by the wrist, so, you know, it's not like... We still have one Darren uh, image as well, don't we? Yeah, we still have one Darren image. But it's sort of uh, flickering back and forth when you're trying to hit it. It's not sure where you're hitting, so that's how that works. And as they run away, the figure yells, No! What are you doing? Get back! And, uh... Decla, it's your turn. Okay. And none of them are next to Darren anymore? Uh, one is. And she's technically holding him. Uh, I'm going to whack that one. Okay. Use my staff. That is 15 to hit. 15 hits. Good. Okay. I'm going to see if this works. Whack it in the head. My staff. That is 6 damage. Six damage. You whack her in the head with the staff and she she just 
takes it like a champ and she st- uh, stays there. Uh, okay, I'm going to spend a key point in Flurry Place. At her again? Mm-hmm. Okay, go for it. Ooh, 19 plus uh, 4, so 23. Yeah, that hits. Excellent. Well, I mean, I would be surprised if it didn't. That is 4 damage. Okay. And that's good enough. I get a second attack with Flurry Place. That's uh, 22. Hits. Four. Oh, great. Three damage minimum on a teeth. That's okay. So that's another three. Yeah, you whack her over the head with your your staff and then you just do a quick kick kick at her torso. And, you know, if she was alive, she would be out of breath. But since she's dead, she just takes it. So she's still there. She's still holding Darren. The figure in the golden robe sees you and yells, You! Stop that! Points a finger at you. And a beam of uh, dark energy flows from his finger, and I'm gonna need you to roll me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, natural 20. Yeah, bote. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna take like half days or something on this. You are not completely disintegrated. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, and you, as that beam of energy hits you, you feel your muscles spasming together in stiffness, but sh- you just shake your head and you fight it off. Congratulations, you're not paralyzed. Ouch. Yay. Yeah, and the figure just runs, exasperated, and uh, uh, holds his staff in a sort of uh, defensive position. Richard, it's your turn. Dawn is going to stealth into the room. Now my companions have created a lovely distraction. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say that's not gonna work. Like, uh, the combat is happening, you can't stealth around anymore, unless you want to take a hide action, but there's not really anywhere to hide. Ah, okay. You said it was a dark room, so I was under the impression. Yeah, it's a dimly lit. I mean, typically the undead can see in the dark anyway. I mean, you can you can try t- to stealth, but you know. I mean, with my modifiers, maybe. Y- you can try, but then that's your action. Dawn will try to stealth. It all depends if these things see, see by actual sight or soul sight. Six uses. 15 plus uh, no, 24. Okay, where are you stealthing? I want to get into the room and close to the gold-robed guy to kill him next turn. Or at least stab him. Okay, uh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna say you can roll this adva- with disadvantage. Because it doesn't... Yeah, you're super stealthy. You're a stealthy motherfucker, but we're in combat and he's on high alert. Ah, uh, yes, but I'm coming through the other door to the, to the one he's yes. looking for. Two, even. And he knows there were people at the other door as well. And he's on high alert. Fair enough. Uh, seven. So that's 16. Yeah. You start sneaking in. And as you get about three meters away from him, you just make your way well into the room. And he turns his head and he says, you, stay back. Ah, crap. Do I get to stab him in the face? I mean, you still have your movement, technically. Hey, um... And a bonus action, if you can do something with your bonus action. I am going to stab him in the face and then use my cunning action to hide. Um, the stealth was your action. Okay, no, I'm with you. Uh, in that case, I'm gonna use, I'm going to the hide again. Okay, where? There's a large tree in the middle of the room. Yeah, there's loads of zombies back there. <laughs> Not feeling that. <laughs> Dawn will dart off to the other side of the room. The opposite way he came in. Okay. Yeah, roll me stealth again. At disadvantage? Yeah. Okay. 
that's an 11, and that's a 16, so I take the 11, which makes it 20. Yeah, you're successfully hidden. Dawn is concerned. He's never come across someone that can spot him before. He puts it down to undead wibbly stuff. <laughs> okay. The tall undead woman that's holding Darren, she's gonna slash at you, and she rolls... At me? At you, Darren, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, there's a, a 17 hit your AC. It does. Okay, you have one more thing left, because it's kind of flickering back and forth. Oh, okay. Let me check. Uh, Yeah, it hits the mirror image. Okay, she slashes towards your face, but... Uh, just in that moment, it was the mirror image that was to the left, and she slashes at that one, and it blinks away. And now it's just you, and she's holding you, and the rest of them are still cowering in the uh, room corner. And now it's your turn. All right. I would like to cast Firebolt at this dang zombie that's holding me. Okay, go for it. Does a 17 hit the AC? Yes, it does. Then I do... Hell yeah, 10 damage. 10 damage. 10 fire damage. 10 fire damage. You reach out your hand towards her face, then you release a bolt of fire from your hand. And uh, if she had a throat, she would scream, but she just takes a step back. She releases you and she falls to the ground. Ooh, smells like bacon. Okay. Do you want to do anything? Do you want to, like, move? Do you have a bonus action or something? Uh, well, I guess I could still move. I guess I would like to move behind Tecla. Okay, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Tecla's okay with this. I mean, it makes sense. Squishy old Darren is uh, not doing so great. Mind you, I think Tecla's a bit low on hit points, but she is slightly less squishy. Only slightly. Okay, so do I have a direct line of sight from the doorway to the dude in the gold? Uh, yes. Right, I am not going to mess around. I am just going to go straight in with my very last spell slot uh, um, and cast Guiding Bolt at level two. Okay. Which is a, a ranged spell attack. Wish me luck. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. That is 21. Yeah, that hits. Excellent. That is 5d6. Nice. Yeah! <laughs> it also, also, it is radiant damage. Jesus. So, um, right. Feel lucky I rolled quite badly. That's only 15, but it is radiant damage, oh, which it's... I think is doubled for most undead. <laughs> that's the average, right? 5d6, so that's not too bad. Eh, it could have been worse. I got two ones, but I also got two fives. I am now spell slotless, but I think it was probably worth it. Yeah, I think it was. It, it's quite important to get this fucker off uh, uh, off the playing field. How's he look? Okay, so the bolt of radiant energy hits him in the chest, and uh, he says, "You're gonna have to try better than that. I wasn't alive for the thousand years for a hit like that to take me down." Anyways, it's uh, Declas' turn. Decla, what do you do? What is the situation? Like, are all the turned ones still around? Yeah, they're around. They're um, cowering in the corners of the room. There's five of them. Oh, man. They're just fucking big old meat shields. If the zombies don't, like, die or disappear once we kill the big bad, we still have a huge problem. Yeah. I mean, as long as we pick them off one by one, we should be fine for at least a minute. Yeah, but I, I think it lasts for, like, a minute, right? Yeah, it does ten rounds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but, like, eh. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over there and then and like do my tanky thing and just try and 
draw their attention. Here we go. That is a shitty roll with my staff for an 11 to hit. 11 hits. Okay, good. I forgot how squishy these guys were. Yeah, they're very squishy. Well, they have no armor, but they're not. They are big buckets of hit points. I'm scared that they are resistant to non-magical damage. So that's six damage as I whack it over the head. And then I will attack the same one again, uh, punching with my flurry of blows. So that's another two attacks, which are unarmed. Oh god, okay. Well, that one is a ten, and that one is a nine. Okay, one of them hits. Good. At least it wasn't a complete waste of my key points. That is five points of damage. Okay. Trying to brain them with my stuff. Get one in like a grab. Yeah, you run up to one of them cowering in the corner. It's a shortish man. Eyes aglow, throat ripped out. And you just go whack, whack, whack with your stuff. You missed on the last one, but he's shaken off his fear and now he's looking at you. Ready to square up. Nice. Come on. Bring it! Birdie, fuck that! Next up is the golden-robed figure. Uh, Darren, your uh, hiding place ran away from you, so you are now in line of the golden-robed... Oh, is it my turn again? No, it's not your turn, it's his turn, and he's coming directly for you. And he's uh, swinging his quarterstaff at you. Does uh, 12 hit your AC? Uh, if it meets, it beats, right? Yeah. God damn it. So, is that a yes? Well, yeah, yeah, I, sorry, I thought it was obvious. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, he hits you over the head and does four damage to you. That's not too bad. All right, still standing. Better than you ever did. He says, you're not going to get me. You're not going to stop me. You cannot, you can stop me, but you cannot stop. You cannot stop the sunset. Yes, we fucking can. Why would I want to stop the sunset? Sunsets are pretty. They are. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Kasni. Thank you for agreeing with me. Okay, Dawn, it's your turn. Okay, so he's actually engaged in combat now, so I'm just going to stab him in the back of the head. Okay, yeah, you run up to him, uh, roll to attack. Uh, 17 plus... A ton? Yeah, it hits. Okay. Uh, 12 damage. 12 damage. Okay, in a feat of irony, you stab him in the throat. (laughs) He coughs. (laughs) He takes a step back. But he's still standing. I'm going to disengage again. Okay, you disengage. He tries to say something, but <coughs> he can't. You, you can't stop this. It, it's in motion. <laughs> you cannot stop this. You cannot stop what has been started. Okay, and Ekla, the zombie you're uh, standing in front of, the shortish human man, rears back and uh, goes to slam at you. Okay. Uh, does a 17 hit your AC? Yes. I am a squishy, cloth-wearing mic. I mean, but presumably you got dex, so... I've got worse dex than casting. Well, you know, that's not saying much, because he's got pretty good dex. He slams into you from the side and pushes you into the wall, and uh, does you uh, five points of damage. Okay. The others are still cowering in the room, just... Sort of watching this happen, quaking in their pants. Darren, it's your turn. It's fireball time. Does a 16 hit? 16 hits. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I deal one damage. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> nice. I scrape his elbow. Does he topple over? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> <His> poor elbow. <laughs> 
Oh, please tell me the one damage is enough. Please tell me the one damage is enough. I like singe his hair and all the hair catches on fire. And nah. <laughs> yeah, once again, you form a bolt of fire in your hands and push it towards uh, this figure and he moves out of the way, but it sort of catches him in the neck, leaves a burn on the neck and he just lets out a roar of pain and he catches himself. He's still standing. What a shame. Do you want to move somewhere, or...? Oh, no, I think I'm good. You sure you don't want to move out of the hitting range? Um, yeah. Where where can I move that he doesn't have line of sight anymore? Back through the door. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna move back in the doorway. I mean, I'm so, I don't want to, like, move out of the battle, I guess, but just a feet behind the walls. As you move out of his range, he uh, swipes with his... Quarter staff at you again. Wait, does he get an opportunity attack or is it just a turn? Yeah, no. A opportunity attack. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was like, right. Uh, ah, right. I forgot that he. I. Th- I yeah. No, that I don't want to move. Can I. Ah, sh- I mean, you you moved already. Yeah. I, does an 11 hit your AC? It does not. Thank God. It does not. My own stupidity. My foolish decisions will lead me to my demise. Remember, you still have the Tides of Chaos. Yeah, that's true. I was gonna save them for an attack roll. Okay, so, yeah, uh, he swings his quarterstaff towards you, but you're you're just out of reach. I'm just too fast. You just duck under the blow and you uh, run out of the room. And next up is Kasni's turn. Okay. Bell's toll as uh, as Kasni's is toll the dead on our uh, creepy gold man uh, and his weird... So yeah, I told, I, I told the dead on him and he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. I assume he's moderately wise. He managed to pass that wisdom saving throw from earlier. Yeah, well, uh, he doesn't. Yay! He rolled a five. He's already taken damage, so that's a d12. I rolled, <laughs> I rolled an 11. Okay. A loud dong uh, rings out and you see him for a second confused and a little scared. And then his face just spreads into a wide grin and he whispers, finally. And he falls to the floor. Congratulations, you just killed a big bad. Yay! Yay! I kind of wish I'd killed one of the, uh, well, uh, attacked one of the zombies you now. Ki- you killed the big bad with the spell that's the name of our podcast. It can't be too bad. Dong. What's happening to the zombies? They still around? They're still around. Ah, shit. Yeah, but we can pick them off one by one because we've still got like seven rounds, I think. Six or seven rounds. Is it whole rounds or just turns? It's rounds. Oh, in that case, it's easy. Yeah, exactly. We're fine. Okay, yeah. And it's Deckless' turn. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna uh, cast uh, save. Okay. On the one you're currently... Yeah. It's a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Not 20. Well, the DCs. (laughs) You uh, hurl a bolt of flame, white radiant flame towards him, and he just moves out of the way and hits the wall. And uh, yeah. Anything else you want to do? Uh, can't do anything else. Okay. Okay, so next up it's Dawn. What is the most immediate threat? I see gold robes go down with Kasni's very disturbing spell. There's one on Dekla, mm-hmm. and they're all towards the back of the room. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go towards the back of the room and 
cold shot head stab one in the face. The one that Decla is on, or another one? Dawn likes Decla. Uh, Decla has cast many protective spells on him. Stab the one on Decla in the head. Okay. 15, Stab him in the head. 22. Yeah, that hits. I'm not stealth, am I? No. Oh no, but I do... I can still stealth attack because it's in combat. Yeah, because Decla's right next to him. Well, that was a six, and the other two were ones, so eight. Yeah, you murderized this SOB. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you just like plunge a knife into its skull? Yeah, and uh, you plunge the sword through his eye and it bursts and the other eye just goes dark and the man goes limp on your sword and uh, just collapses. Congratulations, you just murderized a zombie. Next up you hear a low hum coming from the tree and a swirl of dark purple energy swirls towards the woman on the ground. Oh, no. She gets up. She looks around, sees that Darren's outside. This is the thing that was animating all, reanimating all the zombies when we first got in here. And she uh, bolts off towards Darren. Of course. And she goes to tackle him. Come here, lover boy. <laughs> so, does a 13 hit your AC? It does. Okay. Yeah, she does seven damage. She does seven damage? Max damage, yeah. Darren is down. Uh-oh. I had seven hit points left. <laughs> she tackles you, she slams you onto the floor, you hit your head against the floor, and it goes dark around you. Yeah, Darren doesn't even have time to scream out, it's just like he's instantly knocked out. A trickle of blood is running down his face. The rest of them are still cowering around. Well, next up would be Darren. Darren, roll me a death saving throw. <laughs> That's a fail. Okay. How how much was it? A two. Okay. <sighs> Close. <laughs> okay. Darren is uh, one death saving throw down. Cassney. Mm-hmm. Your turn. You see the woman come back to life. Yeah. Okay. In which case, I will toll the dead at her. Because I, that's my best option at the moment. Okay. She makes a wisdom save. Yep. Okay. She does not. Okay. Uh, she Is she at full hit points again now she's been reanimated? You don't know. Uh, yes, but the spell does. Yeah, the spell does. Yes, yeah, so am I rolling an 8 or a 12? Uh, you're rolling a 12. Okay. Excellent. That's a 10. If she's there on top of there and pushing him down, she just kind of collapses on top of him. Congratulations, you murderized her again. Right. Stick a sword in her brain. I don't think I can do that on this action, because Toll the Dead is a full action. Actually, no. I can attack things with a bonus action. I just don't get a uh, damage bonus. I slide the dagger in, like, right in the back of her skull. Right down the, the side of the spine or something. And, like, twist it and jiggle it about a bit to make sure that it's properly taken her down. Because we're not going through this again. Okay. Uh, Decla, it's your turn. Toll the Dead is OP, guys. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm gonna not do that again. Is there still bleeding out? Well, well, I mean, you can stop and do something because currently none of the other ones are. Uh... That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna cast Spare the Dying on it because that's all I have. You are no longer making death saves. Yay! And that's it. And that's it. Okay, that's your entire turn. I used my key points already. Okay. Dawn, it's your turn again. There's still a bunch of these fuckers uh, cowering in the. Uh, is there four left? Yeah, there's four left. There's only candles in here. There's no lanterns, are there? No, just candles. They're set within the 
planter bowl of the tree mm. uh, on top of skulls. Yeah, I was debating burning the tree. And now that you're uh, close to the tree, you can see it has a face carved into it. Similar to the pillars you saw outside of a man with a straw hat and a beard. But his eyes are smeared with what looks like ancient blood. Um, no, zombies are more important. Must resist curiosity and strange cultural affiliation. Yeah, when all the zombies are killed, we can clean and mend these statues so that whatever dark ritual doesn't happen. Okay, cold shot head, stab. Okay, disadvantage if it's cold. 13 and 17. So, 13. Yeah, still hits. Yeah, 13 plus 7. <laughs> um, that is a 4 plus 5, 9 damage. It looks at you. This one looks like a half-elf woman. She's also a bit on the shorter side. And her head just turns into the direction of where Darren went. She just pushes past you and bolts straight for Darren. Well, there's no accounting for taste, I suppose. <laughs> you can do a tackle opportunity if you want. I will, because how dare she spurn me? <laughs> for Darren? Oh, please. No, um, yes, I will. 18 plus. Can you do uh, called shots on attacks of opportunity? Yeah, I'm gonna go with no. Okay. Um, 18 plus 7 is 25. To hit? Yeah, that hits. Ooh, 6. Uh, plus 5. 11. She runs past you, you, uh, slash at her, you slash through her, uh, midsection, and she... She falls midstep, and she's lying there on the floor. Her eyes go out. Okay, uh, next up is Kasni. Okay. Since there's no rush to do anything else, Kasni is going to go over and stab this one through the head too. Okay, yeah, you can just do it. Mm-hmm. Wait, which one? The one you killed, because you didn't kill it by brain smushing. So so I've uh, I've now smushed its brain, which is probably my turn. I don't think I've got any bonus actions I can do that are, uh, you know, useful. So I'm going to leave it for now. We're definitely at that point in this dungeon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So the three of you tag-team the last uh, two zombies. You make sure their brains are whittled out. And Darren is still lying there outside under a corpse of another zombie. Roll a d4, that's how many hours you need to wake up. <laughs> okay. Two. I rolled a two. Yeah, in two hours you will have one hit point. Hell yeah. Right. Can I use a little You can make a roll, but... But, like, are you doing that immediately, or... Do you think hangover cure would help? <laughs> we can't leave them on the floor, like, covered with a zombie. That is a 14 uh, on the die. Don't know what I should roll for herbalism kit. Probably proficiency. Yeah, I mean, if you're proficient with herbalism kit. Yeah, uh, so that would be 16 with proficiency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're thinking uh, he's gonna be up in about an hour. Oh, that's certainly better. Yeah, I like Bandages, wounds, and stuff. Okay. Put a poultice on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Massage the Vicks vapor rub into his chest. <laughs> yeah, wipe my hands on uh, on Dawn's shirt. Uh, if Degla actually does that, Dawn will look utterly scandalized and look at her and say, "I thought we were friends before casting prestidigitation to clean himself." Dawn, could you just give me a hand? I- I'm quite concerned by all these desecrated images. I feel like we should do something about them. If you clear off the blood, I can use mending to fix the eyes. I- I'm just very concerned that whatever that thing has done might still be, you know, active. Dawn nods and then looks at Decla and goes, What was all this about the sunset? You can roll me history again. 
Can I can I roll history as well? Oh. No. Uh, that was a natural 20. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and you're thinking back, sunset, sunset, there was something about sunset back at the temple. There was... Suddenly comes back to you a melody, and you remembered, oh wait, they taught us this in music lessons, I was supposed to play the flute, but you preferred to skip that class and uh, go bird watching. Yeah, she kind of did. <laughs> but you still remember the song, and it went something like, The sun will set forever, never to rise again, and in the coming darkness... We'll fight to the bitter end. The legend passed from memory. It's time to turn the page. The sun will set upon the golden age. Well, that's not uh, ominous. So are we talking end times apocalyptic myth? Has Decla passed this on to us yet? Yeah, probably. Does Decla sing it? Let's see. Charisma 12. No. <laughs> Fake it till you make it, man. <laughs> she would be absolutely, completely not confident in what the lyrics were supposed to be. But you do you at least tell the lyrics? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you've got that information about the lyrics. Can I make an arcana roll to see if I've heard of anything relating to this before? I mean, you already made a roll, if you remember, before, when you first heard about the sunset. But sure, you may- make another roll, but uh, you have disadvantage. 19 and 13. 13 plus 5 is 18. Yeah, nah. With that arcana roll, however, can I figure out what the meaning of the scratches and the blood in the eyes of avatars? Is it a specific thing against a god? To do, like, is it to blind the god? For- well, that would be a religion, not an arcana. Uh, in that case, I will turn to my religion roll and ask Decla. And if anyone else wants to roll religion for it... Okay, uh, I'll take the hint. I have an intelligence of eight. That doesn't mean you don't know shit. I do have proficiency, but it's still not going to offset the eight. Well, roll anyway. You might roll a net 20 again. My die bounced off the back of my dice tray. It, was go- it looked like it was going to land on something good, then it rolled backwards onto a three, which gives me a total of five. So I'm guessing I don't know this. Well, I rolled a 20 for my religion roll. Nice. So I didn't need any of you. Well, yeah, Don, you study archaeology and uh, there's a current theory among the historians that the gods were watching the people through the trees. And you're thinking, you're making a connection that if the eyes are damaged, it means they've blinded the god. Mm-hmm. They've blinded the god's influence here. Like I said, we need to, we need to, uh, we need to fix uh, them. As I understood it, this land's gods are dead, though. I still think it'd be a good idea to to clean them up. Just, I mean, that's fair enough. It certainly can't hurt. Mm. We do know there's a there's something going on between the gods and the saints. What exactly that is, I don't. Well, I would bet it's all wrapped up into this sunset. Maybe. All right. Dawn casts prestigitation to clean the eyes. Yeah, and and Kasni casts mending, and then drags Dawn around to uh, the other ones. Where are you doing this, on the tree or on the... The, I think we were doing the tree first, because that was the one in the room we're in. But there's also two pillars, I think. In any case, the stains are ancient. And it takes at least a few minutes of shooting it with the prestidigitation to clean it off. And you still can't remove it completely. 
but as you're removing it, the more blood you remove, the less of this purple energy is in the room. Well, that's a good sign. Yeah, and as you're walking around the room, you see there's a pile of stuff. And within the pile of stuff, you see a pristine silver bowl. Yay! Card with images of the sun. And it seems to be stained with ancient blood as well. You think it was used to make this tree, to blind this tree. Clean that as well. Yeah, it also takes a few shots of prestidigitation to do. I figure it's probably less ingrained than in the tree. Yeah, because it's, you know, less um, rough surface. Kasni also um, looks around for some water because he can't currently create any, I don't think. So, no, I'm going to look for some water, some clean water, to wash and water the tree with, because I figure that that's probably a good thing too. Well, the only clean water you can think of is the one leaking out of the um, boiler room in the basement. Yeah. I've got a water skin as well. Oh, yeah, we probably all got water skins. Kasni, not being the idiot that I am, remembers he has a water skin and uses some of that to wash and uh, and water the tree. Okay. With the bowl. Oh, maybe maybe we should use the bowl. The bowl is supposed to be special. It's it it was mentioned in the the recipe for the cure. This is the You use the bowl to heal the comatose. Yeah. People. Okay, I shall put some of my water from my... Uh, was there any ritual involved in put the, making the water good for the cure? Shall we do that on the, on the tree? Or shall we just give it water? I'm asking. The tree hasn't been poisoned with uh, poison at the... We don't know that, but yeah, okay. I'm just going to use the newly cleaned bowl and swish some of the water around in it and then pour that onto the tree because I, I it might do something. What does the tree look like, Churcher? Old and petrified. Ancient. So is it dead? Well, yeah. Eh. I still do it. Okay. I dragged on to the the there was pillars with the with this with the blood and stuff on also. Yeah, as well. And like all over the imagery of the on the murals around the room, it's painted various runes and stuff with blood and I feel Kasney and Declar is by no far more about this than I. I feel like we'd need to reconsecrate this temple entirely. I mean, it's entirely possible, but uh, I, I think that is beyond me. You probably need some much more senior clerics than I. Well, I would imagine we'd need a high priest of whatever order this is. Yes. But this is a temple of the sun, and Dekla is a monk of the sun. I don't know. A lot of the lore I kind of missed out on something. But would it be possible to contact your old temple and get them to send a master of your order here? Also, shouldn't they know about this sunset phenomenon? I'd like to tell them. I'm not sure how we can do that. Well, when we get back to town, we can send them a letter. I would offer the services of my raven, but it only works for 50 miles, I think. I don't know if the temple's even still there. Would you know where any other temples are? Well, I didn't know what this one was going to be here, and the other is the only one I know of. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chacha. No, it's pretty accurate. You weren't very involved with the... Yeah, it's basically like an initiate there for like a year, and then I fucked off on my head. I mean, it was probably more than a year, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably like five years. Does Decla tell us this? Uh, I tell you that I don't know where another temple is. Okay. Hmm. I was saying to Kasni that I feel like this shrine would have to be reconsecrated for it to be 
of any use. Would you agree with that? I mean, yes, but I don't think anyone's going to be using it. Okay, so, yeah, you go around uh, cleaning off the things. Is there anything interesting on the bodies? Uh, there's the staff that the priest was using, the golden-robed priest. It's an um, ebony quarterstaff with natural swirls at the ending, and um, it's inscribed with uh, lightly glowing markings. I would be careful with that if I were you, it might be cursed. Dawn picks it up with Mage Hand, mm-hmm. and sort of brings it closer so he can look at the runes. Okay, roll me Arcana. Uh, oh, that was balls. Three, uh, plus five, eight. Eight. Doesn't seem to be evil. Kasni, Dekla, I turn it to show them. Kasni is not a smart boy. He cannot, uh, he cannot talk on this, I am pretty sure. You can try. Yeah, I don't. I rolled an eight and I have plus zero because I do not have intelligence. Dekla, you can roll me religion. Okay, well... I mean, that was a two with my uh, religion <laughs> bonus, uh, which is one. <laughs> yeah, doesn't doesn't look evil. Uh, it's a staff. I've never heard of an evil staff before. Um, you don't know these markings at all, then? It's all elvish to me. It's magic. That's what I think. I mean, you are the staff wielder, Dekla. You know far more about it than any of us. Would you like it? I mean, I just back things with it, really. I mean, so did the priest. Yeah. Okay, sure. No! A bit wary of it, because it might be evil. No! I guess. Sure. Definitely evil. If I turn evil, uh, whack me over the head. As you say. Who says you're not already evil, huh? Dun dun dun! The ghost of dun! Evil is such a subjective phrase, isn't it? Yeah, and as you grab hold of the staff, it feels calm. Sort of familiar. Oh, God. Yeah. This was a mistake. This was a mistake. Second boss fight coming up. <laughs> yes. We all have to fight Declan. Yeah, well, that won't be hard. Doesn't seem to want you to do anything or anything else. Just, it's nice. It's balanced. It's got pretty markings on it. You decide you like the staff. Thank you. <laughs> if we get back to somewhere with any uh, civilization, I'll do some reference searches on those markings, see what we come up with. Yeah. I feel more and more the urge for a research binge. I don't like what this creature was talking about. No. No. I can't say I do either. I mean, hopefully we've stopped whatever it was doing. Ah, Declan, my eternal optimistic friend. What was up with it going... Like it wanted to be killed. Well, it was saying something about it had been trapped here for a thousand years. I would hazard a guess that these corpses are the ones left behind by the people who were sent here to desecrate this place. Oh, maybe they are. Maybe... Aren't they all wearing robes? Yes, they're wearing the robes of this order as well. Robes that were found in the basement. I think it would be very strange if they came in and decided to change into robes in order to desecrate the place. That seems... A bit counterintuitive. Decla looks down at her robe that she freshly stole from downstairs. Yes, but you didn't come in to desecrate the place. Dawn goes to some of the other bodies and flicks over the wrists, looking for the same tattoos Decla has. Yeah, they do, actually. They're all sun monks. I still think that it's most likely that these people were killed by that man or people working for that man. But uh, if you want to uh, restrain the ones we plan on uh, reviving, 
before we revive them, then that's on you. Who are you reviving? A figure on the bed. It appears to be a man who is afflicted by the same curse as the boy. Oh! Yes, right, 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 right. Sorry, I completely forgot about him. Yes, let's go Let's go uh, downstairs. Let's take a short rest while Darren recovers. You know what, Decla? That sounds like a very good idea. You go back to the meditation room on the old worn-out couches. Uh, you carry Darren downstairs as well and lay him there to rest. and Drag him down by his ankle, head bouncing off each step. <laughs> doink, 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 doink. <laughs> You're extra careful on the stairs not to trigger the trap. You you deal you deal ten hit points of damage and kill Darren. <laughs> Just one hit point is enough to auto fail a death save. So. Yes, but he's not making death saves. Be yet. very careful. <laughs> uh, I accidentally tread on Darren's toe. Yeah, he loses a hit point and dies. Casney <laughs> <laughs> trips over Darren and they both tumble down the stairs together. And you trigger the trap and you get uh, pierced by the... <laughs> <sighs> no. Okay, so... God, I hope this stuff is cursed so I can kill you all. <laughs> oh, God. As you lay down to rest for an hour, uh, that is where we're going to cut it for today. Now Game is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Our intro and outro music is Bells by Fake Cats Project. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Dice Out Now Game on Twitter, where you will also find links to our personal accounts. If you can, please rate and review our podcast, and tell your friends about us. Now. Game! Game!